thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Geekly Planet Podcast, where we talk about all things geek, because we all geek out about something, with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tammer, and Matthew Hample. Make sure to check us out on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to your weekly installment of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all the things we're geeking out about. We kind of have have a, have a lot to geek out about right now. Um, we are in the midst, almost finished with the DC side of the Marvel versus DC movie showdown. Um, TJ, we were talking before <laughs> before the show, and I think you have have. Um, you need to get this off your chest, buddy. So just go ahead and say it. I, I mean, basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to limit. Uh, you know, I, I the council's busy. Some of them are busy. Some of them aren't. And but we have been MIA. A lot of them have been MIA for the DC side of this. So I'm going to limit the number of uh, of Marvel movies that they can review on the podcast <laughs> to make it fair. Right, or right, right. I'm just going to take everybody's scores away except for Trey and you and me and call it quits. Okay. Okay, I think so, that's fair. I think that's I, fair. I sent the warning today. said, hey, catch up on your movies. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. So, so, hey, before we jump into it, do we need to talk uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? We can. Before we jump into that, though, can we just talk about how the Cubs suck at baseball? I don't want to talk about that, though. It's depressing. We can't score anything. Right. Right. Typical Cubs. Super hot in in spring training and then crappy during the season. I was like, finally, we're going to have some offense. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Jock Peterson looked greatest pickup ever in spring training. Yeah. And he's not terrible. He's not. He's not. We just aren't getting. I mean, beside Chris Bryant, Chris is KB's the only one doing anything. Yep. So, whereas as a team, we're yeah. in like 158 or something awful. Right, right, right. And, you know, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, all in contract years, dude. What are yeah. we going to do? Wash and start over. Yeah, you know it's bad when we drop two out of three to the Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates suck. So, But what that does mean is that later in the year when we come to Chicago, tickets should be really cheap because <laughs> we're going to be trash. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's true. Uh, all right, so we'll Falcon, and, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Let's move on to something uh, better than Cubs baseball, which hurts my yeah. Sunday. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, we have the Doro Milaje showing up, which their fight between <laughs> Captain America and Battlestar, I love the fact that everybody just sat back and kind of just let it happen. Like, yeah. if you're dumb enough to take them on, you're going to pay the price. Yes, yeah, Sam and uh, Bucky were like, look, y- y'all started this. That's <laughs> on you. That's on you. Right, and they're like the door Melage are like we have jurisdiction whenever we choose it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yes, ma'am, right away, <laughs> man. 
right? They owned, they owned them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then they weren't even they're not even super soldiers, which is not fair because they're from Wakanda and they're great fighters and whatever. So in this episode, um, we get at some point, and I, it's, I find it weird that we got it off screen. I don't guess it matters, but obviously John Walker has taken this, the last of the super serum. Right. Right. Zemo dipped. And uh, Zemo could have had it. Yeah, Zemo could have, but I appreciate the fact that he was stomping it out, man. Right, right, right. Zemo's been like this anti-hero this season as opposed to the villain. Well, he has he has principles, you know. Yeah. They're, they're jacked up, but, yeah. you know, they're still principles. Yeah, so <clears throat> let's just jump to, because <clears throat> the, the episode was fine. I mean, right. it was it was good. Um, you know, we saw the action. Um, I didn't know that they had a secret code to unlock Bucky's arm and make it fall off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I just thought it was cool that okay, they they disarmed him for a minute, literally. Um, but then he just picks it up and it goes right back on and everything's fine. You know, it's like right. that's some crazy network. Did you see that? Like purple and like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. And then and then Sam's like, did you know that, that it could do that? No. <sighs> of course not. <sighs> yep. They were like pew pew and like poked him in the in the uh in the collarbone enough and then dropped him. Right. So but let's talk about Do we need we to are. talk about the end of end of the episode? We can. Obviously Battlestar dies. Um and Walker from, snaps. Yeah, Battlestar dies from getting tossed up against a pillar by a super soldier. Um, One of the flag which, smashers. Right, which is ironic because, like, I've seen so many not superheroes get beat, what looked to be harder than that in these shows and movies. Right. We'll just assume that he hit the base of his skull on the on the corner or something. Snapped his spine, you know. Yeah, we'll, whole, we'll assume something deal. like that happened. Shattered right. his spine. Yeah, I don't know. 27 <laughs> different places, you know. Right, we, who knows? But before we get to John Walker snapping, um, do you think that Sharon Carter is the power broker or is working for the power broker? I've seen nothing to convince me that she's not. No, I know, I know she's working. I know she. So, but I, that's what I'm saying. Do you think she's working for the power broker, or do you think that she is the power broker? No, that's what I'm saying. I think she is the power broker. Okay. I think I think she's working for because she well, now it could be misdirection because she keeps saying him, so it could be misdirection on her right. part, which would be right. you know what I would think. Um, I'm kind of leaning that she's the power. I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm leaning that, that she's the power broker. So yeah, that, that would make that, I think that makes more sense to me than she's working for the power broker. Yeah. All right. So anyways, Battlestar Galactica dies and, <laughs> <laughs> and, Another and, geek reference. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And John Walker snaps and starts chasing down. Like, and everybody knows it too. 
like the whole fight just stops. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bucky and Sam take off after some flag smashers, right? Didn't they go after some flag, or did they just kind of hang out? I don't remember. I think they went after the girl. Because Carly left, and then Carly's number two, I guess, right. whoever, takes off running. And John Walker hawks him down in the middle of a square. And as soon as he starts chasing him, I'm like, oh, no. This is not going to end well. Yeah, it's not going to end well. And so, interestingly enough, in the time of cell phones, everybody pulls their phones out because they're watching Captain America beat the ever-loving piss out of this dude. But then... He take, he uses the shield. Dude, oh. that final scene with the blood smear at the bottom of the shield, like, this is why we're taking the shield away. Yeah, so... This, this has to happen the next episode. Or I'm going going to. It's going to be five. So he's going to take the shield away in five. And then they're going to, the big bad's going to show himself or herself. And then. Thank thank you. Yeah. And then um, Sam is going, and he may not dawn it until the end. But if this show doesn't end with with Falcon picking up the mantle, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So John, so, you know, Walker, I mean, bashes this dude in the chest, like caves his chest in with the shield. And then we get this panoramic, like zoom, like circle shot of, of everybody with their cell phones. And Everybody's he's watching. And I don't think he cared, dude, that they were all filming. No, he obviously didn't. Carly's standing there watching it and Sam and Bucky show up. And he's just standing there over this dead body as the symbol of everything that's that Steve was not mm-hmm. with the blood dripping down. Well, uh, and it goes back, it goes back to Captain America, the first Avenger, you know, it takes what you are and magnifies it. So if you're good, you become great, but if you're bad, you become worse. Yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing with the fact that he, just the way he snapped and how far he, he took it. Yeah. So in the comics, U S agent, would you go as far as to say that he's a psychopath or he's just unhinged? Um, for, for, for what I know of him. Yeah. I think more unhinged and just, you know, anything to win type of mentality. I don't think, I don't think he's, you know, a murderer. He just doesn't know when to stop. Yeah, so for for anybody I don't think, wondering, I don't even even in even in that scene that we saw, I don't think it was premeditated that he was no. going to kill him. No, he snapped. Right. So basically, he just watched those, his friend die. So right. For those that uh, that don't know, U.S. agent, as soon as they introduced uh, Walker as Captain America, anybody that knows anything about comics knew that he was going to become U.S. agent at some point. Maybe not in this show, but that that's who that is. And U.S. Agent is a, um, he's not a villain. He's he's a hero that borders on the anti-hero side. He's kind of yeah. like, he's kind of like Wolverine. In he's kind of like the Punisher, really. Oh, yeah, he's kind of, that's, that, that's a better analogy. He's kind of like the Punisher, who has a strong moral compass, but is willing to play in the gray area if it suits the greater good. 
Right. Yeah. So we so the last shot of the of the episode is is the bloody shield. Yeah. So I mean it was it was intense. And like that's when I texted everybody, I think the next day, hands down, this show is a hundred times better than WandaVision. And there was there was no doubt that it was gonna be. And and you know, let let's be honest about it. I think Loki's gonna be better than this. Oh, hundred percent. Loki's gonna be top tier. Uh Loki is gonna be the only thing that is gonna be because I don't want to say movie quality because this is movie quality. Yeah. But Loki is going to be tier A <laughs> of Marvel's programming. One, because uh, Tom Hiddleston is amazing, but also yep. because Loki is one of the favorite characters and they got star studded cast in that show. Like who did they did they didn't really bring in anybody big into this show that we know of? Well, there's supposed to be a guest, a super surprise guest star next episode. So you got to assume it's going to be Chris Evans. You think so? As old as old Cap, yeah. You think it's old Cap, or you think it's? flashback young cap even though it's going to be new footage I think it would make the most it would make the most sense to me if it was old cap like we saw yeah. at the end of Endgame I don't think it's going to be Chris Evans Who do you think it's going to be Um I, I think don't that, know. No, I think it's going to be this is the only thing that's giving me pause is I think it could be the power broker and the power broker is going to be an, a big actor that the power broker is going to take up more in the, in the phase four to come until ultimately we get, um, you know, some crazy villain. Okay. So, okay. I could be wrong, though. I mean, because who else? You who? I mean, it could be Chris Evans, and if it is, that's great. I mean, he's Cap, but what's he going to do? All he's going to do is come up and take the shield away and give it to Sam, or he's going to remind Sam what the shield stands for and why he gave it to him, and then go tell him to go get it. Right. That could also be true, but if if it is Chris Evans, I mean, that's all he could do is just kind of pep talk Sam. If it's if it's Nick Fury, see, I don't want it to be Nick Fury. Nick Fury. No, but Fury. if it is, he better drop the MFR. That's all he I'm saying. Absolutely should because I'm tired of Nick Fury showing up. Let somebody else show up. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. It's not going to be Doctor Strange because he was. If he was going to show up, it would have been in WandaVision. In WandaVision, um, doesn't make sense for it to be Ant Man. No, because that would just be so weird. <laughs> right? It's not going to be Bruce. Not going to be Thor. No, it's not going to be Thor because they ain't got nothing to do with this. So it can't be Tony. No, because he did, and he did. so it's not going to be Spidey because he ain't. It ain't going to be Star Lord because none of them have any run in. Uh, 
the only person that we don't that we do know that it could be that's still out there that we haven't seen yet is Red Skull. But we have to assume that he's still at the Soul Stone. Right. They would, I don't, if he's not at the Soul Stone, I'm going to be real concerned on who is at the Soul Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it doesn't make sense because this is kind of... So the only thing it could do would be set it up. So they're obviously setting up Sam to be Cap. Yeah. Right? Because it's not Bucky. And even if it's at the end of the last episode, I'm good with that. Oh yeah, that's fine. Because that means we're gonna we're gonna get a, another season, and you know, exploring what it means to for Falcon to be Cap. Well, this is the only show so far that we could get another season. Yeah, well, like there's been two, so it's not like we're right. You know, well, but but like WandaVision, there, you can't have another season of WandaVision, not the way they ended it. I mean, Vision can show back up, but they they've already they've obviously tied that 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 story is going to continue and conclude in Doctor Strange and yeah and uh, Mayhem and Madness or whatever it's called, right? So I don't know, but then but I'm like, who said there was going to be a secret cameo? Like, because now I can't trust anybody <laughs> because okay, yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> Because Paul Bettany, uh, Paul Bettany was was himself was the secret cameo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but it's probably if you're, but if there is somebody coming, it it makes sense that it's Chris Evans. Yeah. So, so should I we mean, get to our topic for the night? We can. I mean, this one is, you know, this one's easy. Yeah, yeah, and so. I watched it. I watched the original Superman with Christopher Reeves. Yep. Um, it was that was the next one on the schedule, or actually, it wasn't the next one on the schedule. But that's what you told us to watch. So while well, I was trying to give, deal, I was trying to give Trey, I was trying to give Trey another week <laughs> off of Zack Snyder since he hates <laughs> Zack Snyder so bad. <laughs> and maybe he doesn't so, hate him, but <laughs> so you want to know something funny? I don't know if you looked at my my score sheet or not. But my, the, the, the individual scores are a little bit different, but the combined scores for Superman and Superman two, exactly the same. Well, that's because Superman two is, is just as good as Superman one, which is surprising because typically quality takes, you know, takes either a nosedive or, you know, it goes up, but this just remains steady for me. Like I loved I loved it, man. I mean, this was the first the first superhero movie I went to in the theaters, man. Yeah. So this is it ends up actually being like 8 for me. But Really? Yeah, it ends up being 8. No wait, this is Hold on, back down. This is sorry, ends up being 6 for me. Okay. So sort of middle of the road, but it ends up being six for me with like a 7.56 or whatever. So your score is still higher than mine. Well, oh, sure, but I, I knew I knew it would be. Hold on. I'm in the garage and Kate's just pulling in. I so did you. you hear all that? I didn't. Okay, good. We'll just keep talking then. Yeah. We'll just yell at Kate. Yeah. 
figure out why they don't want to play D and D, and everybody hates me. Nobody wants because because she's a loser and can't figure out how to stay on top of homework. And then nobody wants to come on our podcast, right? <laughs> Pat's my only friend. <laughs> So you'll be happy to know, Kate, that the garage opening had no effect on our. I don't think she cares. She doesn't care. She really doesn't care that she tried to interrupt the podcast. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Go away. Go see your dog. So, but no, this one is, you're right. This sequel is, and mine, mine are higher, but all of mine have been higher on the higher end. Yeah. They haven't been Josh's height, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about but, that? But they've been on the higher end. See, and the so, crazy part is, is Josh texts me, like, throughout the week, different random things. And I'm like, fool, get on a podcast. You can yeah, text he doesn't me about text me at all anymore, man. Like. Like he's like pissed at me or something. I don't know. I know. He's mad. So, anyways, so oh, my comments one, for this movie. Yeah. This it. this is the way an origin story should be told. This was a good origin story. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I love the music. I could listen to that all day. Hundred percent. Um, and and the way that Superman at the end of the movie flies backwards around the earth to reverse time. I thought that was clever. I thought that was a unique way to solve the problem that he was facing that, uh-huh. you know, the fact that, that he couldn't be there and Lois died and, you know, so he, he just reversed time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's a, un, it's a, it's a not oft utilized Superman ability. He basically spun the earth backwards and, uh, you know, it's comic book. So it's, it's it's clever. You can do it. You can time travel could work like that. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And when was the last know, time you spun the earth backwards, dude? I didn't. Exactly. I can't I can't even have spin golf ball backwards. So <laughs> uh, so anyways, but you know, John Williams scored it and it's classic. And um everything Superman related that came out after took nods from this it's one of those just iconic pieces of john williams score that's you Mm -hmm. know like just the fact that you know they're making indiana jones five and the fact that john williams is doing the score is only right i mean exactly when john williams dies we have to stop making all of those movies because nobody else can touch the score Agreed. And so... Agreed. Um, but anyways, uh, so it's good. You're right. It's just a great origin story for Supes. Um, and then we took, like, you know, Superman 2, we talked about it. They took all the things that worked, you know, um, and they built upon it in Superman 2, which is yeah. uh, which is why Superman 2 was so good, which is why it broke the mold of the... Of the uh, the sequel usually sucking. Right. And there's few, there's not, there's very few where the sequel is better. Uh, Superman is probably Superman. You can make arguments for Superman two being better than Superman one. Yeah. Um, you obviously, the dark Knight is better than Batman begins. Um, empire strikes back is better than star Wars. A A new hope. Um, 
I would say Indiana Jones, I would say the, the third one is actually better than the other two. Agreed. Agreed. And, um, so, you know, very few in a lot of other stuff, it's not. And so here's what I wish. I wish we would have made Superman one, Superman two, and then stopped. Yeah. Three and four we weren't great. We're horrible. 2006 when they brought back Superman with um crap Brandon Ruth uh he did a good job that was a much better one than 3 and 4 and what they did was they picked a sequel they picked it up as a sequel directly to 2 just pretended that 4 did 3 and 4 didn't even exist right which is fine um and this is where you know it, I'm, it's probably better Trey's not here tonight because I'm going to argue uh, for Zack Snyder's Man of Steel based on, and we'll see it next week when we watch the Ultimate Edition of Batman vs. Superman, but when you look at his whole arc, it's not as bad as Trey thinks it is. Because he took an origin story and he changed it. And we might hate that because this is such a great Superman origin story. This is the this is the the Superman that everybody points to. Right. The original. How, yeah. However. At least in the movies. Sure, sure, sure. However, uh, Henry Cavill is a great Superman. And Zack Snyder, he did something. He was – and this is, this is why I like Zack Snyder is that he's not will, – he's willing to pay, pay homage to the original, but then he's willing to tell his own story, and he did. He, you had a skeptical Superman that was brought up by a skeptical Jonathan who then m- grew and molded into the Superman we saw in Justice League in his cut of it become that beacon of hope. Right. And so I'm fine with that. Like, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with, with, with people telling stories um, because originality, it's better than, than, than the comics in originality because it, does, it kind of breaks away from it a little bit. But this, um, you know, I'm fine with this one is classic and will not ever be bad. Right. Right. Uh, that that I agree with, you know, you you walk that fine line between, you know, what happened in the comic and how creative you can be with it. That's a fine line because yeah. there are so many fans, you know, like th- think of the X Men movies, especially the bad ones, you know, X Men Three. Like I wanted it to be a great movie. Oh, it it had been. a bunch of the right characters doing the right things, yet it still sucked. Well, I mean, you had the right characters. You had Patrick Stewart as um, as Professor X. You had Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. You had Famke as Phoenix. And you had Ian McKellen as uh, Magneto. You had all the characters that are the best at those characters. You had Frasier being the beast, dude. Come yeah. on. You just gave him doo-doo to work with. <laughs> so- <laughs> right. Right, exactly. So that's where creativity goes too far, right? Right, right. Somebody had a vision, and that vision sucked. So we got slammed with a sucky movie. Yeah, and I think people argue that with Snyder because I, I will stand by it until 
forever until the next Batman comes out. And then the next Batman and the next Batman is that Ben Affleck is the best Bruce Wayne and Batman combo we have. I'm not, I will argue it until the day I die. Okay. Okay. For old man. I don't, th- Batman. I don't think I, I don't think I could, I don't think I would argue with that. Okay. Cause he, Christian Bale's got a great Batman. He doesn't have a great Bruce Wayne. And you know, then you start getting into some weird stuff, but I like Af- Batfleck as my favorite. Now, hey, Robin Pat- Robert Pattinson, go ahead, man, change my mind, but I don't think you're going to. And so, what are your feelings on Michael Keaton? I better like Bruce Michael Wayne, Keaton. yeah, or better Batman, better Bruce Wayne. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, I would agree. Because think about it, in in the especially where you got to think about where Zack Snyder and these people draw their inspiration from. Most people are drawing their inspiration from. The Dark Knight Returns. Or is that the one it is? No, what's the one that uh whatchamacallit did? The comic run. Shoot. Is it the Dark Knight Returns? I'm blanking. What are you th- No, yeah, it's Frank Miller. What Frank Miller's run of, of Batman. Okay. Hold on. The specific storyline you mean that he told, or oh my god, yeah, it's, it's called the dark the Dark Knight Returns. Okay, okay, and in this one, see, this is where I take my 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 thing of Batman. Batman is more physically, uh, Batman is more physically daunting than Superman is. Because a lot of people think of Christopher Reeves as Superman. He's not built like a freight train. Like, he's lean. I mean, he's tall, but he's lean. Henry Cavill is not lean. Henry Cavill is a gigantic man, which is fine. And so you had to have somebody... Because Christian Bale couldn't stand next to Henry Cavill and think that anything... Like, Henry, if, if Christian Bale or Michael Keaton or George Clooney or Val Kilmer, look at any of them. Put any other Batman next to Henry Cavill, and he's going to thump them into pew, and they're going to fly away. Even but Pattinson? Ben Affleck, yeah, they're they're tiny as men, <laughs> right? But Ben Affleck is jacked right. in this movie. And so you had to have, if you're going to have a jacked Superman, you have to have a jacked Batman who is physically imposing. Right. Right. And so the Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller's run at Batman is is probably one of the definitive Batmans that people look to. And he is not, you know, because then the other side of Batman is what? The detective side, mm-hmm. which is where like the long Halloween and where where Robert Pattinson's Batman is getting his cues from. It's not from the physical force. It's the detective side, which I'm here for. Right. I'm, I'm here that we're going to get that. But think about it. You got uh, to go back to our point of you got great characters. Henry Cavill is a great Superman. They just didn't give him the great movie. In some people's terms, I, I liked him. Okay, so put Henry Cavill in the original Superman movie. Is it the same movie? It's probably not the same movie, but I think Henry Cavill has proven. In the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think Henry Cavill is a good enough actor that he could have given us hopeful Superman. Was it 
Would it have been a better movie? I don't know. It depends on when you're making it. Are you making it in 1978 or are you making it now? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Because in 1970... 70- go, go 78. No, it wouldn't be. And here's why. Because in 78, all of our stuff, Batman in 1989, 78, you got Superman, and then 81, you got Superman 2. Like, they're just, they're campier. They're cheesier. Right? They 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 lean more towards the comic flair. Okay. And I don't know That's that fair. he, I don't know that they could have pulled that off. Maybe they could have. But in modern day, when we're asking superhero movies to be these gigantic things, I don't think Christopher Reeves could have pulled it off. Right, right. And that was going to be my point. Yeah. I think Henry Cavill has a better chance of pulling off, you know, 78 Superman than Christopher Reeves would have pulling off, you know, Man of Steel or whatever, or even Justice League. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And uh, so Superman, um, great, because Superman really started us um, because you had older stuff, but Superman, and then you had Superman 2, and then you had Batman, and then Marvel got into the mix later on. And so, Mm -hmm. like, this is where we start getting iconic superhero films. Right. And it still holds up. It doesn't look stupid. Um. You're right. It's not like the old Star Trek where you see the string on the ship every once in a while. <laughs> but to be fair, those are usually silver screen productions. They didn't have right the technology, so they couldn't do right. what we can do now. They don't have the the technology that they have now on Discovery and things like that, where it can look professionally done, and everything is so done with computers. Right. Right. And so, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at how well Batman and Superman and Superman two held up being 40 and 50 and, you know, years old, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's good. I'm so excited next week that we have to watch the ultimate edition of Batman Superman, because I don't think anybody else on the council has watched it except for me. I have not. I I will admit I haven't. And Trey Um, has not. And Matt has not. So, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, kind of looking forward to it. Hope, you know, just like Snyder's cut of justice league was better. I'm, yeah. a, I'm going into it, assuming this is going to be better. And it's just a question of how it will. Cause what, what Zack Snyder's director's cuts have done all of his director cut. He's four for four on the director's cut being better than the theatrical version that the studio put out. Because I think what this I think this is this would be a great time to have a discussion on how much control should studios actually have in movies. I know that they're the ones fronting the bill, but Zach is four for four, and maybe not every director, maybe every director's fine, but for Zack Snyder. Why would you do anything other than hand him whatever he needs and then get out of the way? Because even if you're not even if you're not the greatest fan of the slow-mo and whatever, that's his thing, okay? But 300 um uh shoot, what's the name of that um movie? With the with the sucker oh, punch yeah, that's the one I haven't seen yet. Yeah, Sucker Punch is fine. The director's cut is better. Uh, obviously, the director's cut of Batman Ultimate Edition 
and the Snyder Cut. What we if just get out of the way and let him tell his story because it's better than whatever garbage you're going to put out. Because they're trying to react to Marvel and bad reviews, and so they want some cheesy, corny two-hour thing that was. And honestly, and I liked Justice League the 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 Wheaton cut. It was fine. It wasn't good. It was fine. But that's but that all that is speaking is my love of DC characters. That's mm-hmm. all that is. Right. Right. It's like um, it's like. Tell me that you don't like an X Men movie that nobody else likes, but it's still kind of kind of there for you because it's X Men. I mean, all the X Men movies are kind of there for me, but I get why people don't like them. Like you know, I mean, it's just it, it's because of the characters, you know. Yeah. And and obviously, Hugh Jackman nailed it. Right. Like X Three is not a good movie. No. But it still holds a little place there. Exactly. exactly. Because it's the Dark Phoenix storyline the first time. Well, and Dark Phoenix is even, you know, I would say is on par with X-Men 3, you know. Yes, it's definitely not worse. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they definitely didn't make it any better. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Which that's is sad saying. because that's an awesome story. Exactly, exactly. So we had, but so, you know, like, so, so but the Snyder Cut is so good. Even if it is long, even if you split it into two, like Endgame and, and Infinity War, fine. Right? You cut it. Anyways, point being, um, I think... Oh, so you have a point. Cool. I do. I do. I do have a point. The point being, we're about to wrap up the DC side, and um, I'm okay with where y'all scores have landed between five and seven. I appreciate except for Matt and his stupid scores that he did from movies he watched 20 years ago. <laughs> um, I knew that's where they were going to land. I'm interested to see where y'all scores for Marvel land, because I will argue, like I'm going to be real argumentative these next 10 weeks, because Marvel may end up having more better movies at the top. Like DC may be one with the dark Knight, and then Marvel might be two, three and four and maybe a DC five. And we'll see what happens after that. But to say that some of these movies are better than five to seven is, is, uh, is your bias showing would be unfair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, but Hey, everybody likes their stuff. It's okay. Like your stuff. Right. It's just an opinion. Right. So, so, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, share your thoughts with us on the original Superman movie. Um, you can do that on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We are the Geekly Planet. And uh, anything else, TJ? Anything else you need to talk about? I think I'm all caught up, and I've released all the podcasts we've recorded. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. And thank I'm you for like... shooting me a text when you when you send it out so that I know that I could do social media, even if I do it wrong. Sometimes <laughs> I was like, what Watchmen? Did we do that already? <laughs> I don't think I ever did anything for Watchmen though. Yeah, I think you dropped it. Yeah. So I, so I dropped the ball that time. So either anyway. that, or I probably didn't text you. Okay. One of the two, one of the, it just so. appeared in the ether in our, right. but it's fine. All the six people that listen to this podcast, it got, it got pushed <laughs> to their phones anyway. So who right, cares? right, right. So but, anyway, uh, stay geeky, yeah. my friends. Embrace your inner geek.
We're out of here, and we will see you later. You're still here. It's over. Go home.